You know what that goddamn intro music is. Unless you haven't heard it, we'll probably put this in first. We got um, we got another pick your five coming down the barrel, coming down your way. It's big Don Silver, long long dong silver, as and, Clarence Thomas once said over here. Long dong silver and hot take Dave here. This episode, what a roller coaster of emotions I'd say it was. I'm on an uncountable amount of hours of no sleep. Mm-hmm. The numbers not they're not just they're just not there. More than twenty. More than 24. More than 24, less than... 48. Yes. It's a great so range. Whatever's in there. A big range of sleepy. And you know, after you've been up for 17 hours, that's the equivalent of drinking one beer in terms of sleepiness. So I'm at like two and a half beers right now. Right. Don't know why. About to take a nap. Which is enough to fuck you up, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, yarf, 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 yarf. <laughs> On this episode, we pick our top five uh, musical artists. Mm-hmm. I'm going to warn you, it gets a little heated. Uh, we have an, an uninvited guest come in and be on the show. Unwelcome. <laughs> uninvited. Who needs it? Objectively uninvited. Right. That's yeah. not good or bad. Just showed up, hijacked it. Weren't prepared for it. We have Wes here. I think we, we introed him earlier on in this one. We were more responsible with having him as a guest. Yeah, we but did still him. should call out that Wes, yeah. Wes is featured on this one. And it got a little heated. You may object to the sound quality of this one. I don't know how it sounds, but it may be louder, clippier than usual. It's loud. You're going to have to be along for the ride. This is an angry Literally, one. turn your volume a little bit down whenever Wes brings up Gucci Mane. Yeah. Gucci's a hot button issue. Turn it down like three or four. Not times. to give away too much too quick, but, uh, but if you're Wes Gucci Mane fans... Wes is a fucking goob. <laughs> When it comes to hip hop, a true goober. Nevertheless, that's this. This is it. I hope you enjoy it. It's good. Let's go. Uh, here we go. introduce our guest. We have a guest. Who might be here the whole time. Bing, bing, bing. It's me. Who Wesley. are you? Introduce yourself. Wesley Park. I'm Wesley normally Park. the host of the show. The man needs no, 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 guys have been running it a no. little bit. The usual <laughs> host. host here, while he's a friend of the show, special guest of the show. I'm usually the host. Literally of the show. I'm usually the host of the show. I literally, you guys have been taking all my shit. Owner and producer. This is my show. Majority shareholder. And I finally got back. It's good to Welcome back. What are what are top five things you are interested in? What should this episode be? Top five things. I feel like top five rappers is pretty easy. I like that. I want to do a music. Yeah. Music is because you're not top music five, is important. Top five songs or top five artists. Top five songs. Artists is too much. Artists is maybe the easiest way to do that thing. Artists and composers, just people that. Create music. Top five influencers. Top five movers. Top five artists. Top five artists. How all right. About that? How about that? Just all artists. This is top five artists. Musical artists. Musical creators. Musical creators. Uh, I'll go David Bowie. I don't even listen to his music, but he's just he just. You know. Sing me a song. You're the rocket man. You're in a rocket ship tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that was both Elton John and Billy Joel. No way! That's a David Bowie song. No, you're thinking of an Elton John song. No. Rocket Man no. is Elton John. No, 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 no. You're thinking of Space Oddity. Yeah, Space Oddity by David Bowie. Okay. Well, none Which of those are ever in Space Oddity. I honestly don't know how does Space Oddity go. I don't know that. I really liked. Um, bum, bum. 
soundtrack was David Bowie's songs done by Sue so George I don't know how to say his name but he was like a Portuguese guy I think you mean boy and he just sings it in a, in his native <laughs> language Portuguese or mm. pseudo Spanish and he sings Bowie what do you songs think Portuguese? with a classical guitar like what do you think, what do you think Portuguese sounds really like? good Bowie. Sounds like, okay. what do you think Portuguese sounds like I don't know, dude, but it's apparently it's a romantic language. I've never heard it. I it's, think it's, it's sounds a variant like, of Spanish. Does it sound like Diceman? You just got diced. Anytime there's something xenophobic, transphobic. You you guys did get diced. You guys did get diced, but sorry for dicing you. But you did get diced. You diced me hard, you flipped the mics. My number one for musical creators, my number one. You know what? You can do whatever you want to me, but apologize to these goddamn listeners. You know what, listeners? Let me talk right into your goddamn ear holes. From the bottom of my heart, uh, that was uncalled for. But you you can't deny me the fact that all of you did get diced. (laughs) Everyone who had this name has been diced. Plus, you were diced. This is. I didn't get you want to get whammy? This is the ground you zero. Guys, I won't hesitate to whammy. This is whammy. the ground zero of where the dice happened. You don't know when a whammy is going to come. Don't you know how whammies are? All right. Doesn't matter. My first guy. Artist. My first man that makes music. Wow. Is Caleb. Okay, let's step it Wait. back and open up the woke corner so I can list my no, grievances. Shut down that woke corner. <laughs> okay, the first. Thing that I enjoy that makes music. The first first person I'm going to draft. Uh, throwing it back to a different era. Wow. A classic. Really, uh, an entrepreneur of sound. Could you say? Um, I got to sneeze. Shit. Oh, sneeze. Sneeze your answer. He's too much. Time it right when the sneeze comes. It's not gonna work. Uh, <laughs> the um. The cowboy of classical music, John Williams. Wow. First artist really skewing the results. Uh, not skewing, but broadening the horizons. That's not what an artist could be. It's a definite outline. Oh, I'm what you say is cold. Long Don Williams. So what What did he do? Star Wars was that what they were originally going to call it? That's what the that's how it sounds phonetically. If you sound on that, that's the that's the hooked on phonics version of it. Star Didn't Wars, he do like every Harry Potter and other huge shit or something? Couldn't tell you. Who did? I think he did Jurassic Lord of Rings. He did Jurassic Park for sure. I think. Uh, Hans Zimmer. Sure, John Williams. He did the Indiana Jones one yeah. too. He did a lot of Spielberg nice. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Et. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't even know what the ET song is. If I'm being 100. ET, he's going to phone home. ET will phone home. ET will phone. He really had a recycling period. ET, 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 John Williams, more specifically, every Star Wars song there is, basically. Except okay. for the Cantina. Cool. Song. Definitely worth it. I know. A good pick. Thank you. <laughs> you shouldn't have to defend it at all. It's just not absurd. Uh, all right. Uh, you got one? Number five, Bob Dylan. I'm looking at him. He's the most influential artist of my time, and he was the voice of a generation. And he changed people's lives with an acoustic guitar, and then was always a decade ahead of them and the music industry. And in 1965, he played a concert with an electric guitar, and everyone was furious. And he turned back to his band and said, play it fucking loud. And he drowned out the booze of 
people who weren't ready to see the greatest artists of their time change before them. And he was always changing, and he was always ahead of time. And briefly had a religious phase in the 80s, it was not good, but has remained an incredible storyteller. If artist. we have the top five worst Christmas albums, he's all five. <laughs> he does have a shit Christmas album. five Christmas albums? No, but his one Christmas album is all of my five bad Christmas <laughs> It's there's some gems on there too. Literally, you can find the worst Bob Dylan albums and still find like powerful, influential songs. But Bob really, Dylan, it agree, doesn't even agree, need to be subscribed. Agree, agree, described. Agree. This podcast needs to be subscribed. Bob Dylan doesn't need to be described. Uh, you know, you could also say about uh, apps. The Bob Dylan of apps would have to be Squarespace. <laughs> you know, because it's so influential, it's so easy. Easy to use templates. It's so Dylan-esque. Right. It's so easy. It's never been easier. It's so easy with Squarespace. You want to make 50 websites? You can do it with the push of a button. You can own so many for so little money. All right, Wes, number two. Starting my first number two. Who's going with first number two? I'm going with Gucci Mane, dude. I think Gucci Mane's that Very cool pick. I think Gucci Mane's that Very cool cool pick. Yeah, cause especially in hip hop, man. Like, I mean, like no one else can like back up like the quality of music, but also having murdered somebody and yeah. like murdered multiple people. He's the and how buried them in a, in like a middle school. Like, he's a rap. He's a rap. How did that happen? Yeah, he killed two people. Wow. G- he and Jeezy had like had a giant beef, and like Jeezy sent like two people to go over and murder him. Young Jeezy. Yeah, yeah, Jeezy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. So Gucci Mane shot them both on the spot as soon as they entered his house, and then he buried them behind a like a school, like a high school, That's and then got acquitted for the entire thing. Didn't he go back to him after and be like, "Fuck you!" Like, it it takes no shit the like he told the guy after he killed them and was like, "That didn't work" or something. Didn't he like? I have no idea, buddy. I thought that was part of it. You know yeah. what? You know what might even be harder than that? Your dick in the morning. Rottweilers by the door, and I feed them gunpowder so they can devour the criminals. Try not to drop a decimal, damn. The only is that thing Michelle Obama? Is that P. Diddy? That's Bork Obama. That's Bork Obama's State of the Union. It's fucking last, his last one. <laughs> um, no, um, I'm not gonna say. I'm not done my, talking about Gucci yet. So hold your thought, because drop top wop. Just a lot of red I thought I thought I thought garbage could be summed up in a couple sentences. Oh my goodness! One like he like ran the Atlanta trap scene for a long ass time. And, like, after, after he was mega face. successful being a drug dealer, he just yeah. decided to start making music after his yeah. empire. Ice cream cone on his face. He's got a god yeah. flow. He's got a flow not like a rapper. He's still super successful and respected. Ice cream cone. He doesn't have a flow like a rapper. He has a flow like a murderer. Cone. Exactly. He's he transcends rap and artistry and making music, and he's just a fucking monster who gets in a studio. Isn't he just? And is he just copying? Everyone's somebody? copying everyone. By postmodern logic, then nothing's yeah, original. Yeah, flow I think like he, 2008 like changed up the game a lot, dude. Uh, every rap, I'm not even gonna say his name because Hollow be his name. But Kriggy crawls. Are you talking about the heavy set monstrosity from Brooklyn? Yeah, a bigger than Gucci. Better bars in terms Gucci. of weight. Yeah, mm, I don't know. Uh, Gucci was tall and fat, dude. Oh. Gucci was tall and fat. Dude, dude, you can't be fat, fat at Biggie. Fat, like no, Biggie, Biggie, Biggie was a short ass dude. Biggie Gucci was Gucci would kick Biggie's ass. Oh my Gucci was short. Biggie's ass. What dude. the fuck? I gotta look up how tall is Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls was a short man. All right, we'll go. He was a short man. Biggie's got fucking leverage. What do you mean he's got leverage? This isn't a, you know, I'm trying to, like, football tackle each other. Maybe he's got more guns. Based on what? Based on he owned Brooklyn and New York as a whole. He probably owns his sector, and Gucci actually owns Atlanta, which is bigger than the Brooklyn borough. No, Biggie owned New York when it first. He did not own Manhattan. He, he wouldn't just, like, walk down and they wouldn't be, like, CEOs, like, bowing down to him. Well, sure. yeah. Okay, but. Yeah. What's, what's in Atlanta? Atlanta's just a trash city all around. There's no good parts of Atlanta wow. to compare to Manhattan and wow. New York. Well, it doesn't matter because Biggie Small's influence wasn't over Manhattan. It was over, like, shitty neighborhoods. Yeah, it was over most of New York, which is shitty neighborhoods. Where are you 
mythologizing this guy. It's it's just all coming out your butt. He, you're it's mythologizing Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane's respect and like the fact that music is so no one respects Biggie David. Gucci is not a legend of hip hop as of today. Biggie is not. Biggie has put out one he's classic not a, album. He's not a Biggie. Biggie will fuck you too. Life after death. Life after death is not a masterpiece. I don't like your approach. I don't like your approach. I'm trying to agree with you, but you're trying to bring Biggie down. I'm attacking Biggie Smalls. I'll tag him at his short, stubby legs. We should bring bringing Gucci. I love Brady. We're clipping. We're putting me in the position right now to tackle Gucci. is not a legend of hip hop. Gucci is he not. Is absolutely, he already has he's not. Sony is already making a movie about his life. I don't go fuck, dude. They make movies about everything. They make, yeah, they make movies about everything, but he's the most recent dude to come into the game and be that fucking As of today, he is not considered a legend of hip hop. He's absolutely a legend. Legends of hip hop, Snoop, Tupac, Dr. Dre, Grandmaster Flash, those are legends. You're talking about old school legends, and it doesn't like okay, did, like Grandmaster Flash is great, but Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane, like his legend, the legend of Gucci Mane, like spans outside of music itself and just into the fucking track. So does everybody I just mentioned. Dr. Dre like went into enterprise only has music. Yeah, they enterprised from they enterprised from hip hop. Gucci just made hip hop because it was convenient for him after he had fucking destroyed the trap game. All right, uh, Gucci's, a, Gucci's a transcendent monster. They always talk about that lifestyle, but Gucci was the dude who actually came into the thing after being a fucking. Biggie was boss. authentic too. That's, that's Biggie was authentic, but he wasn't at, like Gucci. He wasn't at the level dude, of Gucci. Dude, fuck off! Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You can wrap everything to give me the loop. I do know what I'm talking about. I do know what I'm talking about. I do. Bad podcast. I could rap more lyrics. I can rap more lyrics. Too I don't deny that Gucci is authentic in what he says, but so is yeah, everyone. It's not a good mentioned. argument to make against Biggie because so, Biggie was. No, I love Biggie. All right, that is, the argument turned the, the wrong way. Yeah. Force, but Gucci is before Gucci Snoop's first album. He literally was dodging a murder case. Jay Z and Biggie and everybody. Jay-Z was when they rap drugs. about why they're rapping about trapping is because that's what they're doing until they're ultra famous. So and, is Gucci. Yeah, I'm not denying At a harder level. Yeah, exactly. Gucci did it at the like the most elevated fucking level Gucci that you did it. To. Gucci no, did it more quantify. recently. Gucci what, took absolutely quantify. You're trying to quantify it right now, and we're telling you it's just the opposite. He took the throne over of you doing no. having a crazy lifestyle and rapping about it. He took that throne from Biggie. He used what they did and he made it his own and it's wild and awesome. Whatever, you guys are fucking retarded. Definitely. My number three pick shouts out to Gucci. My number three pick, I'm not even excited about this. It's number two. I'm just gonna get over Number two, first one was John Williams, second one is Hans Zimmer. Fuck you, not gonna explain it. Fuck you. Let's Gucci Mane could murder Hans Zimmer though, which is just a fact. Probably because Gucci Mane's a fucking bitch ass thug. We Fuck need Gucci to Mane. we need to wind back out of this, and you don't be a bastard, and also don't pick two goofy comments. I'm, <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. mad. I'm mad. What's you got you mad? Me mad? What's got you mad? It's your fault. To the, where, to the point where you're talking about tanking a pod. Like 26 hours. And of picking filibustering. 26 glass hours of no You're filibustering right now with these, these hot, with these these composers right now. I'm seeing a. I'm calling out the filibuster. You want? I'm calling out a filibuster when I see it. I think. I think you're biding your time Hans until Zimmer. you get the real names in. Fuck but Hans I'm, I'm Zimmer. calling out the filibuster. Fuck I'm Hans out the filibuster. Let me let me unfilibuster them. Let me actually talk instead of just being a loud piece of trash. Okay. Fair. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so. <laughs> God damn it! I think it's a lazy choice when we're saying top five artists to pick Hans Zimmer to pick hip hop, big hip hop. So why would you choose hip-hop. modern composers and not the composers who influence those composers? Those are just those are just pop composers. Oh, you want to let me talk for a little bit? Influencing you composer. You over my Gucci. No, not influencing composer. Influencing composer. The Russian Bear, Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. Are you changing your answer Tchaikovsky. now? Well, apparently Hans Zimmer is a shitty answer. All of these are shitty answers. You're replacing shitty answers with a shitty answer. Uh, Michael Jackson, my number two. John, if, you okay. can home, if you can home this a full so composition by... This is going well, so Slavonic March right now. Yeah. 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 Okay. This has gone very sad. Not audibly, so we can talk I think you need to redirect your thoughts of how this you want how you want your five to this end. This isn't up. my fault. Right. I'm trying fault. to spin I'm trying to spin genres right now. I choose two completely different genres. This isn't my right fault. This is, it doesn't matter. We have no rules for this. Just because I say something and you guys are like, oh, it's the same thing. Okay. You're the one who just said I 
don't just shit on it immediately. You can have a bad list. You can have a bad list. No, I don't want to have a bad list. Dave wants Hans Zimmer. No, Hans Zimmer. I'm taking off John Williams. I'm doing Michael Jackson and fucking... Michael Jackson was a little weird boy. Michael Jackson was a little weird boy. Michael Jackson and Breaking Bad. Okay. Those are my number two. My number two, post Bob Dylan, sitting in the deck with Bob Dylan waiting to go on, saying, Bob, hurry up with these protest songs, is, can an artist be like a band no. of multiple people? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. You probably shitty answer. fucking two. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm about to filibuster two you. Two letters buddy. that change the to, world. I'm about to filibuster you. No, let's get louder. One of them's a number. You and two. To make your point, make sure you're just louder than me, though. No, only you do that. Oh. What I'm going to say oh is you two, influential arena rock. You know who credits you two with going, they kind of change how I see music. Radiohead. Forking REM. Forking other bands. Are you on with you two? That's fine. Uh-huh. That you know, I, I'm not I like I love arguing against you two, but <laughs> do I it. do have to I know I will preface this with saying you two is really influential over a lot of like modern rock bands I like. But U2's music itself, while their influence has lasted, their music itself has not lasted as nearly as much as their influence I has. appreciate the argument that it sounds like something from the 80s and stuff, but I would still say there, it, there are songs, maybe not full albums because they're super... 80s, yeah, but there are songs that are transcendent that are like, oh, that's like yeah. a timeless. I, like, they had the ability, and that's all you want as an artist. They'll catch know? a certain vibe that like the people are still going with. There are better time. transcendent they artists. Like, yeah, like some hits. Sergeant Pepper's could be like uh, t- experimental and wild enough that it's like I don't care when this is, it's new and bizarre. And maybe you two can't do that with a full album, but th- all you want as a band is like, let's make a timeless song, hopefully, on this album. Yeah. And they did that like 12 yeah. times at least. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. But Bono's glasses, though, undermine a lot of your argument. Also, a fair point. He had a cowboy hat for about a half a decade that was a very bad look, and he bought a seat for it on a plane uh, when he lost it in some concert, and oh. someone flew it back and buckled it his body. I can't believe you're letting me know this. Those are the things you do when you're a weird Irish man. And what I always like to do to deflect from the very obvious criticism that Bono's like a shitty, weird, orange glasses cowboy man is he's a weird, like, Irish boy who, like, was obsessed with the Beatles, like, the Ramones. Like, he loved British and American angsty stuff in a culture that wasn't yeah. very prominent. And all the things he does now, I justify by saying, like, that's just kind of a goofy Irish dude who ended up being, like, a ridiculously high esteem level. Like, yeah, I think he's totally wacky, and, but you know, he's not, he has the not American defense to fall back yeah. on, you know? I will give props to Bono for having weathered a lot of shit in his mm-hmm. time. You know what I mean? That speaks a lot yeah. to that guy's ego, the fact that, like, just his fucking, like, his persistence or whatever. That, like, he he knows, like, the fucking Bono stereotypes, and he knows, like, the image that he's playing off, and he's weathered a lot of that shit, and he mm-hmm. he just doubles down on the Bono stuff, and then he'll just, like, make yeah. a Spider-Man musical for as better Bono. Or worse. You know? I'll give you that one, man. You know, you two, they... But that's the thing, it's just like, you two sound, like, I just don't hear that much variety in, and that's, that's, that is kind of my biggest problem with it, is like, I listen to a lot of this stuff, and I can't, I'm sure, like, I'm sure if you're more in tune with, like, classic rock, it's easy, but, like, as a listener, as a casual listener, it's just, like, it sounds I, I, have a, I have a hard time, like, distinguishing. When you go through an album, reads. when you go through an album or whatever, or hear songs from the same era, you just go, like, these really run together. Yeah. But I can still make a playlist of, like, 13, like, a, like an album-length playlist of U2 songs, that each one you'd be like, this is the same band. Like, they, Absolutely. over the course of 30, 40 years, they've done some very yeah. bizarre stuff. And they had Brian Eno... He's like one of the greatest producers. Yeah, of all what was time. his role? That was usually a producer. He was a producer, and he was a real like <clears throat> stickler, shithead, like not helpful guy. From what I've heard from books and fan <laughs> forums, he's like he would like they would spend they consistently make like eighty-seven versions of a song. Like they'll change tiny differences with the edges, guitar or whatever, and they just have countless iterations. And then this Eno guy would come in and like sit on a couch like Mark Ronson and like listen to him and be like eh, it needs to be like angry like he would give them very abstract t- terrible things to work with and then they would uh, have
to kind of deal with it. And they still credit him with being really influential. I think he was, but he has an annoying way of producing, from what I've heard. All right, number three, Radiohead. <laughs> threw it out there. I completely forgot about Radiohead. Wow. Radiohead has to be on my list. The first band also. Oh, no. You two. <laughs> you two, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. But you two, I'll transition that into Radiohead. Switching to multiple artists is interesting. I like the album. I mean, I just like albums, man. That's where I put, like, my accomplishments yeah. in. It's just your total body of work. man. And for, like, a, I, like, they're the last great modern band. Like, you can't name a band that's come after them that is, like, half as successful or empower, like as that's important as they are, dude. They've, they've, like, they've taken so much more artistic ground than they had any right to take and, like, created, like, crafted so much more space out of, like, nothing. Tom York, Tom York was, I think, like, similar to, like, Bob Dylan in, in not giving people what they wanted to hear and yeah. making them come around and go, oh, wait, this is genius. <laughs> yeah, dude, and being, like, so self-serious and without becoming a total meme by this time, like, speaks a lot to their fucking There's, a, there's a shift, right? there's a palpable shift in the music industry from giving the artist room to give the people what they want towards what we have now, which is giving people what they want. Where it's not artist-centric anymore, it's a game of catch-up, of this is popular right now, we need you to make something like this. Whereas the last, the decades of great music and albums were you come into the studio off an acid trip and do something for two months, and then we put it out. And that's when lives were changed and the industry changed and things were beautiful and incredible it was when you had creative freedom and control and you weren't trying to catch up to a market that already existed. All right. And Radiohead does that. They transcend that. They're an outlier in today's industry. Alright, Dave's been rubbing his beard. <laughs> let's catch, fucking let's catch up with a really uh, pissed pissed day. Day. I was just thinking, I, I want to talk seriously with you guys. Like, the reason, like, I was uh, very clearly upset earlier. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring that up. Right. Because whenever we get into loud discussions, and I get so heated because I feel like I'm not being heard, which is an important thing for me. That's fair. That I really, <laughs> I'm hearing you. I really, I appreciate that. And I, like, I enjoy doing this with you guys. I like talking to you. You're both my friends. <laughs> but you guys, it's like, when I, I just get upset very easily when I feel like I'm not being heard. Okay. But I really do enjoy you guys. I really do love you guys. So... Here's to you guys. Dude, sucking my cock! Oh! You just got dice! Oh, just kidding! Oh, oh, oh. Fuck you both! I was so ready to cheers you to a new leaf turned over. I was expecting the wind. You just got dice. Okay. Third person, third composer, I'm gonna go with Shostakovich. <laughs> Another Russian man. Four composers, three composers, all foreign. Who knows anymore? Oh, I don't even oh, know a Shostakovich no. song off the top of my oh, head. No. But get wrecked. What did he get do? What did he, he you changed your first one to Michael Jackson, though, so now you got Michael Jackson and then two more composers. Did I? Did I? Did I actually? We'll never know. I can't remember. What do you think about you? No, my list so far is John Williams, Tchaikovsky, Hans, Hans Zimmer. We're all at three, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. That's that. That infuriates me. I know. So what, what do you think about U2? Um, I've never really listened to U2 that much. Follow-up, what do you think about tanking this whole show with a dumb list of composers? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'll give you a history of Tchaikovsky, though. <laughs> he literally... I don't know if it was the Bolshevik Revolution. Was that Russian? Yes. Yeah, there, was some, there was a Russian revolution going on. Pre-World War I, and like, right around 19... All of his... 12. All of his pieces are like very percussion heavy. There's like lots of like like knocking, like, what's this dude? And it's like, because he would have dreams of like the KGB like coming or whatever like government thing, like would come to his door and like knock on it, like tell him to go away. So he wrote this musical, he wrote like this composition of stuff, and it gets played to the oligarchs or the Russian elites or whatever, and then all the peasants down there. And afterwards, he gets, like, a 30-minute standing ovation, and, like, the, the, the conductor's, like, holding it above his head, and it's just, like, igniting, like, the revolution. Holy shit. Now, like, that's, pre-Bolshevik revolution? Like, I'm, that was... I'm pretty sure I was told wow, by a family... That's wild. I was told by a family friend who was a uh, cellist at Rice University, Go Owls. Um, Rice Owls. The Rice Owls. Um, yeah, but he's, like, a first-chair cellist, second-chair cellist. He's in a... Orchestra. In one of the chairs. He's in an orchestra, and he's very good, and that's all he that's does. That's so music. sick. But just insane. Like, literally. Classical music was used in revolution. It was resounding and huge and said things that words couldn't, especially the dumb, shitty words and harmonies yeah. that were in the 1890s. Like, so much Whatever more. music happened there was probably garbage compared to classical music. You can take that to the bank. Fight me on that. I feel like so much more... What the... 
That's Classically some terrible wild. tasting in my mouth. Jesus Christ. Just a tongue grab. A brief bake break for a tongue grab. Excuse me. Is it booze? I don't know. It looks like a hair. Maybe one of my hairs. I don't know. Um, but I feel like so much more emotion is conveyed through yeah. non-words. Absolutely. There's a, yeah. The, the music is a language that you everyone speaks. It's the Tower of Babel thing that sure. gives you the power sure. to talk to anyone. Yeah. It the gives you don't need words. Especially classical. Yeah. What, so cool. you, are you getting out of here? You got to go? Yeah, I got to go shower. I gotta go you want to throw, throw your last two out here? So we yeah, can... give us two on, on the road. Shoot it down. Two to go. Oh, man. A one-two punch. What do you have so You can just throw them out there. You've got Bowie. You've got... I'll throw out Led Zeppelin. I've been doing the Led Zeppelin lately. I'll just take yours. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, I'll take Led Zeppelin. They're just the coolest sounding band I think I've ever heard. I don't know if I have a fifth one, man, because I'm, I'm like, oh, I think they, I think they did all of their greatest records in a ten-year window. I think like 1969 to 1979. Led Zeppelin put out one, two, three, four, Houses of the Holy, something else, but like just unbelievable and hit makers like they yeah. didn't they didn't have a spark and then it was like man I wish we could get that back like they did it four times they did volumes that's 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 my whole thing like whatever I hear that that's not a cool thing do you have to say more about Led Zeppelin than just Stairway I don't like I almost wish it's probably like a snooty Led Zeppelin guy but I wish Stairway wasn't the one they were known for I feel like weird legacy I feel like it's like the Eagles being like do Hotel California. Like, I feel like they... They're just the most popular one. I wish No Quarter was the thing that everyone knew oh. about Led Zeppelin. I listened to No Quarter in the dark, like, several times on drugs or sober, and I just let the night take me to No Quarter. Ooh, it's I the most fucking, unreal. I have a good number four for me. All right. All right, like fifth that. one is Led Zeppelin takes Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is my final one. I enjoy Led Zeppelin. The Gucci Mane. Dre. Gucci Mane is kind of a farce, but also very serious because mm-hmm. he's just very, like, relevant right now. But Dr. Dre is by far, like, my favorite yeah. influencer in hip-hop. I like He's that. not, like, the Grandmaster Flash or hip-hop, hip to the hobbit like, level of influential, but in terms of, like, popular, Amazing. like, creating music that's still cool right now... <clears throat> Now, his music is still super cool. Did you just recently better producer? Yeah, fair. That's Definitely fair. A, a, a real hit maker. Didn't you just convince Johnny recently to reconsider Snoop Dogg as the greatest? Yeah, producer? yeah. I don't know what he turned out to that, but like that, like if you can name a cooler like full so album, why, than, like, why the Dre West over Snoop? Why Dre over Snoop? If that's the like, Doggy Doggy Style, because the because Kong. the Doggy Style is a single amazing album, but I don't want to listen to anything else by Snoop Dogg that badly at all the because Kong. that whole album is like fair. That's like the only other like the that's the only time Dre has gone to another person's album and produced every single song on it, besides yeah. like maybe some other like really early ones. Like, that's the only time. Like, Eminem, you only produced, like, three songs on each one of those albums. You said right. they have a better West Coast album than Doggy Style? Yeah, go for it. The Chronic. The Chronic's good, but then you got Dre rapping over the whole thing. And Dre's, Dre's, Dre's rap is a flaccid wiener of a rap. Oh, no, everybody knows that Dre is a novelty when he gets on the mic. And they, it potentially has the best beats of, like, any fucking 90s album. But, like, Dre, Dre's rapping gives me a flaccid wiener. Don't take this. I've got a potentially, I've got a potentially hot take. I've got a potentially hot take. style? I take on West, personally. Don't take this wrong way, Wes, but I don't take your hip-hop views... Wow! Wow! Seriously, I think they're they're just so different than mine. I just can't agree with it. Well, then that's fine. You that's the point of having two different brains. Yeah, you can take it seriously. <laughs> you can take it seriously and not agree. Everyone thinks the Chronic's the best, like fucking West Coast or the West yeah. Coast album. Yeah, but that's a main a majority. Of but it. I, that's I, but I never turn that one on and never want to listen to it like all the way through. Doggy style, like listening to Snoop go over Dre, like Dre's like prime beats in his best time, can carry me through that the entire. The Chronic is Dre's album. What was the last time you listened to that whole album? The Chronic is Dre's album. It is Dre album. Dre's album. How is that less Dre than Doug? It's not. It's not. That's what you just said. Not, that Doggy style was Dre's prime beats. No, it was just that's not. No, I say it was still. Well, he was making his prime beats. The Dre's like out. The Dre's Chronic is still like his best collection of like like sonic sounds. Yes. But but like while he was still in that creative mindset and still that fucking lucid with like his music making, he made a whole album for Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg defines West Coast cool in like a way that no other MC from the '90s can like embody. Especially the kind of especially the kind 
kind of West Coast cool that Dre tried to pioneer that was really laid back, post like all the violence, and when during that giant like gang uh, impasse where there wasn't any violence, and when the Corona came out and things were like really chill for a while, like that kind of cool, Snoop Body better than anybody, which was just about like laying, like leaning back in your chair and just having a good time. Hmm. Laid back. That's, That's a fair point. That's a fair point. That's my point. I mean, the Chronic, yeah, it's a great sound. What you just said was a fair point. That's good. We're making a lot of progress here. As human beings, not just as list makers and as pickers and as drafters, but as, as real guys. How many composers? And dare I say, as friends. You have three, but you also have half of Michael Jackson there. Yeah, so. Michael Jackson as a... Is you had a, a bit of a Michael Jackson. That was a desperate attempt to be angry. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for your picks and your top fives. We'll finish it out from here. Wes, uh, everybody, shouts out. Ooh. Dave, not so much a fan. Will you raise We're going to take a brief break and then come back and reconvene with our last two each, I guess. Yeah, right, sorry. We'll be back. First spike choices. Yes. Um, I'm not going to change them, though. Okay. I'm not going to change them, though. John Williams, Tchaikovsky, and Hans Zimmer. Interesting guys. I feel like I hear... I feel like I, I feel like I hear the interstellar music. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. I don't know if it plays music when it's pausing. Maybe it, Whatever. Maybe it's crazy? I don't know. We're going insane. Yeah. Okay, I, but I, I think... <clears throat> Don't kill your composers. Stand right. firm in your composers' yes. choices. They're all influential and they're great. And I really like that Bolshevik thing. That blew my mind. Yeah. As a as a forking Marxist and was that Bolshevik myself? 1800s ish. 1912 or 14 or something. I thought Tchaikovsky was before that, but yes, it, there's so many revolutions right. and changes during that. So I, it was definitely uh, a, a Russian revolutionary. Time. And that's something that if people want to look up, they can. You know, that's not correct me if I'm wrong. I don't but to, we don't have to fix these. Kids, yeah, fix yourself, um, educate yourself, and uh, unionize. And you know, so West I, Virginia teachers went on strike and got themselves a raise and didn't go to school. Yeah, so. kids out there strike. Your parents ground you strike. Seize the means of productions. Kill your senators. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, but yeah. Did I, I? I may only have two, or do I have three? Should I get my third real quick? Do you? What do you have? You two and Bob Dylan so far. I might have something else, but I don't remember. I don't think I do. Yeah, just go ahead and go, go do your three and four. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'll catch us up. Number three, in terms of endearment, in rules of engagement, Bad show. in how to lose a guy in ten days, I think I really wanted to say Led Zeppelin. I'm sad that Led Zeppelin has been stolen, but I'm going to go with... The creators of my favorite album of all time. Um, a bunch of goofy, uh, blonde and brown-haired boys who uh, loved their surfing. Uh, yeah. They loved their harmonizing. They loved the beach. They wanted to prove to their father that they were worth something, if that movie Love and Mercy means anything. That's not totally fabricated. I'm going to go with the Beach Boys, mm. headed by Brian Wilson, who's maybe my favorite composer... In music, who brought a goat into a studio at Campbell Records or whatever to record it, and and had professional musicians, the Wrecking Crew, who've been backup vocals or backup music and played instruments on some of the greatest albums of all time. This documentary about them, the Wrecking Crew came in for Pet Sounds, the greatest album of all time, and said at times, I think during God Only Knows, said Brian, there's like three different keys that this song is in like simultaneously points like what what key is this in 
And Brian's just like, I just hear it and write it down. He's a he's a vessel outside of the laws of music. It's like a guy coming in who's not affected by gravity, who just floats around you mm-hmm. in high school or something as you're going through puberty. It's like, why can this guy fucking float a when floater. I when I am getting my first pubes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was that far above all of the pubescent people in the sixties. Yes. Besides maybe Bob Dylan. Yes. So Pet Sounds, powerful. Beach Boys, my guys. Good. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it? You know? Wouldn't I it? guess I just wasn't made for these times. I felt that in my soul mm-hmm. going to bed. I feel that in my dreams. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the greatest like hot topic uh, customer kind of mentality. And you're not rare to think that you're different or you weren't made for these times. But it spoke to me, you know? So fuck it. Mm-hmm. And for number four... To get out of the way. Do you want to do your two? Let's just switch the order, because I just went, and I also don't know. (laughs) Sure. Okay. My number four, I'm going with a white hip-hop artist. Hmm. Bars Among Bars. Hmm. Detroit. Hmm. 1990. Small white guy. Trailer Park. Mm-hmm. Comes out of nowhere. Wins a rap battle. Hates his mom. Only eight mile. Doing Valium. Eminem. Ooh. Gotta go with Eminem. Oh, that one. <laughs> Gotta go with Eminem. <laughs> Dude, that's uh, that's crazy influential in terms of rap. Yeah. I, I speak for myself and the white male race in general when I say that turned me on to mm-hmm. hip hop. I was yeah, like, you same. needed a white transition period. You needed it, and, and it took. At it, least in the private school, whatever world yeah. we came from. You needed a, a white, even though I was in upper middle class, private school, I couldn't relate to an angry black man yelling about the struggle. Yeah. But for some reason, yeah. Not yet. But for some reason, a young white guy that I really had nothing in, 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 in common with yelling about shit hit me hard when I was just angry for no reason. He was angry for reasons, but it just, it was able, it was like... Just like an outlet, kind of. Just like the first time I was like, yeah, like, fuck this shit. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. I'm going to rip Pamela Lee's tits off. <laughs> uh, Eminem, great. He said the quiet part's loud in our culture, which is something someone said about Trump in a much more negative way. But Eminem, in a good way, screamed out the repressed rage and violence and Eminem, an Oedipus complex that he definitely yeah. has. Eminem maybe should have stopped after recovery. Before recovery. Because relapse was right before that, and it was maybe the worst. Recovery wasn't enough. Like if you're if you're gonna kill, just in terms of like a storyline, like recovery is like a good place to. Yeah, end I guess it. so. That's fair. I don't know. Eminem, my number four, good, good, good. Yeah, rapper. not like t- not giving enough credit, I think. Yeah. Okay. Fair. That's my number four. Man, number four. Forkin. I almost said the Kings of Leon just because I like mm-hmm. bands and modern things, but yeah. it just doesn't count. Like, I think they're they're kind of fun. It's cool to have rock from after the 70s or whatever that's still good, but I can't do it. I'm going to go with Nick Drake. I'm going to pull it left field a little bit, bitch. Cause, I because don't know who that is. He, I was turned on to him by Scott Ackerman of Comedy uh, Bang Bang fame way too late. Friend of the life. show. Yeah, great guy. I wish I'd uh, I wish I'd heard about him sooner, but like he's he bridges the gap of people who are like Bob Dylan's kind of interesting and cool, but I just his voice is dumb and he ta- his songs are too long. It's not really melodic. He's that. He's the he's the Bob Dylan that could appeal to you know a less esoteric or, or willing to sit through twelve minute song crowd. Yeah. Like he's a musical powerful lyrical artist and he really fucking blew me away and there's a time when I was finishing up Infinite Jest read the last 200 pages in like a in a four day marathon outside in LA and I would just like from when I woke up and the sun came out till when the sun would go behind me over the house and I could over the apartment and I like couldn't see the page anymore I would just read and listen to Nick Drake albums on repeat, and it just... Powerful. It was the most mind-melding. Like, getting the tail end of David Foster Wallace's suicidal, overbearing, super dense, 
insanity and neuroticism in your brain at the same time as that was just like a synapse overload and it was powerful so I love him for it so Nick Drake great guy alright my number five wrapping it up um, let's bring it on home as I'm gonna go with Robbie Plant once said I'm gonna go with a classic a real revolutionary um a monarchy so to speak the rock ballads of Queen. Wow! Yes, dude. Hell yes! I'm glad they're. I'm glad they're represented. Freddie Mercury, just a legend. Red word. Literally just a legend. Uh, just and fucking oh, fat bottom girls. Oh, you're gonna take me home tonight. Uh, spread your wings, Bohemian Rhapsody. Just all the wow. classics. Killer Queen. We Will Rock You was the first rock wow. song my dad ever heard. Like, wow. like kids his age all knew it. He, he, it was a time of feeling ostracized from his hardcore Southern Baptist upbringing. And he was like, why does every kid my age know this song when they heard it on the radio at school or something? So he, like, started listening to music. Arguably one of the of most, arguably one of the most popular songs of all time. Yeah, I think so. And always fades into We Are the Champions, which yeah. is a completely different song, but is compared together for some also reason. Also, arguably alternative. one of the more most popular songs and ever. They're, but they're two, they're very different and, mm-hmm. like, varied, but, like... Powerful and wild, just like used in so loud and confident and like catchy and insane. Freddie Mercury is unreal. Yeah, that's my number five. Cool. Powerhouse. Wow, very cool. Wrapping it up for you. Number wow. five. You gotta wrap it up and put a button on it already. Sorry, I'm rushing this, but no, you're good. Absolutely. We're drained. Just you haven't slept since our last pod. Yes, this is just for you viewers, listeners. Just as a little heads up. So you're fucking welcome. I'm going to finish us all off with my only African-American choice on the list, which I already regret in hindsight and just realized. But I would have done a lot more rappers because that's what I listen to, but, like, I'm trying to think of... We'll make up for that at some point because we will do, like, a top five hip-hop artist. Yeah, we have to because we just touched the surface. But I'm going with Frank Ocean to bring it on home because it may be the most influential album of, like, my adult life was Channel Orange, like, my young adult, like, 18, my first, like, spring break where I got to hang out with friends instead of my shitty repressed family. And I was like, you can have fun on the beach? Like... You can get your friend's big brother to get you Mike's Hard Lemonades, which was a stupid choice by Jake. But coming of age album. Thanks. But yeah, just driving Chili's truck down to Florida like way too fast and listening to Channel Orange a shit ton. And then Blonde was like the greatest album of last year, 2016. Mm -hmm. Just... Frank hits a note that's so personal and so universal. Like, lines like, stayed up to my phone died and stuff. Like, just the connection. Like, you can tell he's in an internet era and he's familiar with your day-to-day life in ways that no other artist is. But he's also just a godsend who can, like, do a Moon River yeah. cover and be like, oh, you're transcendental. So, a hero. Pretty good list. Frank. Well, can, we, can we run through our list real quick? Because I don't remember mine at all. All right. My list was John Williams, Tchaikovsky, Hans Zimmer, Eminem, and Queen. Queen. That's sick. So you go on like an island and you get just that. Do you go insane, do you think? No. You don't go insane with instrumentals, I don't think. There's, yeah, always that's something, there's always something new to hear. True. So that's new, really cool. There's always something new to pay attention like to. Like that. Because it's really just like, it's like a moving, like, art piece. Like, yeah. It'll, whatever mood you're in, it'll strike. Right. Yeah. It's like a drug. It just goes, like, whatever wave of thinking you're on, here's, like, an accent to that. Here, yeah. This will augment it a little bit. Plus, just one Tchaikovsky song is, like, Eight 18 minutes. minutes. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I might get tired of the Star Wars and Jurassic Park soundtracks. <laughs> Fair. At that point, I just throw on Interstellar. Yeah. I wish I would have put some a composer on there here and there. Well, you were trying to spite the whole. Yeah. Thing. I wish I would have had more spite. I don't know who. My first spite list. I'll say. I love it. I need <laughs> a spite sponsorship. Spite. 
Um, so you had U2, Bob Bono. Dylan. U2 and Bono are the same one. U2, Bob Dylan. Frank. Frank Ocean. I don't remember the other two. Me neither. Oh, man. Does it matter? My brain's retarded. You guys remember. You guys yeah. remember. You Hit us up with what the rest of my list was in the comments. You know what you're talking about. Rate and subscribe. Um, Who cares? Personal you know? apology for the actual... Nick Drake was one uh, of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You don't need to apologize. You 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 did a good show. You shit on Biggie. You're gonna get shit. Thrown You're gonna get wrecked. I had a hard time agreeing with Wes because he was trying to denigrate Biggie Smalls. May rest in peace. But I think we shit out another great up, and I'd appreciate it. You want to do a handshake again? Maybe that's maybe that's how we finish it. That's not. I I'll put my name on this. I'm proud of it. Hundred percent. What I wanted to do. You know, what do we think of next? What what will be the next pick? You gotta find out. You gotta send, wait for send it. Send in your Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll do what the fuck you want. And if you're, you know, a Columbia local, which we're we're set up, Mizzou affiliation reluctantly. Columbia, um you wanna be on the show, hook it up. Maybe we'll put some flyers out. You, yeah. you call in, send in an email or whatever. If you're a person and you have opinions about stuff, yeah. hit us up. Do you have interests? Do you have yeah, opinions? Sure. Do you on. like to argue or agree? Do you, do you prefer agreeing or disagreeing? We got some of both. Whatever. It, I'll throw out this. To, if you really want to be on the show, you take a stance on something and I'll debate you about it. Yeah. Maybe a precursor route before you want to be on the show of just have a hot take and try to try to sit in a fire that is if yelling. It's, if it's looking hot. looking eye to eye with Dave while he's disagreeing with you, <laughs> one of the most brutal standing on hot coals feelings of your yeah, life. If, if you can take that heat, if your take's hot enough, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Come on the show. Uh, we'll 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 be around. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>